a bustle, a corset, and the London Necropolis Express. A drama from HWMS Audio Theater. A stage, a chair, a spring day, a view of the distant hills, a well-dressed young woman, very well-dressed, with a book. As she reads, she is imagining London. She is in a play, right? A character in a play. A play, that is correct. Start of the 20th century. Are we part of this play? So she imagines. But aren't we imagining her? So it would appear. We think about her in the country. Well, does she think about us in our chambers? Our tables? Our sheets of paper and our pots of ink? Our big heavy door <laughs> that stands between our rooms inside and the city of London outside. The city of markets and manufacturers. Of banks and insurance. Of hospitals and graveyards. Sunshine and fog. The miasma that rises off the river. Swirls through the streets. Sniffs at every doorway. And slides into the nostrils of its residents. At the center of this fog. Where it is the densest. And darkest. So we've read in our books. Is Chancery Lane. Where can be found the chambers of Mrs. Honoria Fawcett? At your humble service. This is where our story begins? This is where she is imagining us? Or are we just imagining her? It is too late to ask which one is it. Let us go and make our visit. Someone outside the door, Honoria? I'm more concerned with the people inside the door. <sighs> But what if it's business? We're dressed for business. I'm in my new corset. And I'm in my favorite bustle, enjoying a nice, relaxing game before we start the workday. <sighs> Your play. Jack of Diamonds. No. You got trouble, you got strife. Jack of Diamonds, she's a hard card to find. Travel through this life, Enos, and go fish. <laughs> you didn't see Vivian leave? No. You didn't hear her leave? No. She didn't tell you she was leaving. Your draw. Oh, I swear, Enos, I don't know what you're playing. Three clubs? Or her. Fish. I have no desire to see any of my employees murdered at the hands of Jack the Ripper. Vivian said she's not your employee. Uh, she would think that. And Jack the Ripper never came to Chancery Lane. Look it up. You know what I mean, Enos. Your play. Three queens. Ace of clubs? Clubs? You're not collecting clubs. No, you are, Honoria. You think I'm not paying attention, but I am. Go, Fish. I play the fourth queen on your three and ask for the king of clubs at hearts. The king of hearts. Who is at the door? Business! Uh, London Central Telegraph. Uh, may I come in? Oh, we're keeping closed chambers. Need to be careful. Who do you wish to see? Uh, telegram for the... This is Bill Carboy. Ten. Carboy Barrister. Do you see the name on the door? Yeah, I, uh, oh, Honoria uh, Fawcett? Computational and actu actuarial service? Oh, this is not Kenjin Carboy. Mathematicians with many cheerful facts about the square of the hypotenuse. The ends of court. Chambers for Kenjin Carboy. Lincoln's Field Inn. You've heard of them? Well, there's a book. I have a library membership. Hmm. Does that library membership tell you where Vivian is? No. Am I asking the wrong questions, Enos? 
<laughs> is there a question, a question I could ask about why Vivian is not at work today, a question that you would answer by saying yes? This is a trick question, a trick logic question. Logic. You know, logic. The sentence I am now telling you is false, but if it's false, it must be true because it says that it is false. But if it is true, then it asserts its own and falsehood. And round and round and round we go. Professor Russell lectured about it at the library. I'm asking about Vivian Warren, not Professor Russell. I learned all I needed to know about Professor Russell from his mother. You know his mother? New, quite a woman, bright, good conversationalist. Died before her time. Pandemic of 74. Ooh, almost 30 years. My play or your play? London Empire Telegraph for Honoria Fawcett. Yes, business! Oh! London Empire. Closed chambers, sir. Protection for everyone. You may slide it under the door. I'm instructed to give it to the recipient's hand. Hmm, will a coin in your hand suffice? Oh. Thank you, ma'am. Here it is. Is it from Vivian? Why would Vivian send a telegram? Read it aloud. It's addressed to me. I could help read it. You could be more help by telling me what you know. I've returned. Honoria. Hello, Daphne. Sanitized your hands at the door. Thoroughly. And fumigated the papers. Long time at the general register office. Any new jobs? Mm, called at Praise Bank to see if there was work. Careful, Daphne. They don't... Follow Dr. Lister's hygienic regime. Remained outside. Gave me an envelope through the door. Big job? Big enough. Six shillings. Ah, we kept our name in front of them. This is good. Thank you. Hmm. How's... She's quiet. Uh, check if you wish. Your play is... Straight. A straight. A straight? Three of diamonds at the foot. Then the five. The six. Seven, the nine with the jack of diamonds high. <laughs> that's not a straight. The cards have to be in order. <laughs> Low to high, that's order. They're supposed to be one number apart. Minor two, that's better. <sighs> Do the odds, it's not. Honorable Mrs. F. Who calls my name? Your servant, Jock Hodgie, from Pearl Assurance. Jockey, all the way to our humble chambers. Is there trouble with last no. week's? <laughs> no, no, no. I brought the next assignment and would like to talk about... A new job. Always want to hear about new work, Jock. There's a basin of carbolic acid by the door. Clean yourself. Ah, see it, Mrs. F. Could you check with Daphne Enos? She's fine, I'm sure. Maybe she needs you. (laughs) All clean. Come in, Jockey. Is your family well? Yes, ma'am, thank God. All untouched. Ah, some good news. Well, here is this week's request. Rate adjustments on ordinary burial. Adjustments? You mean increases? Rate increases for the insurance? Burials go up, rates go up. Have to make some money out of this. Uh, I I hear they're running double trains to Brookwood Cemetery. The new assignment? We're looking to offer policies to mothers. Mothers? Chalky. Insuring women? Insuring against what? (laughs) Mortality? end of a productive life. It can be terrible to a family when when a mother dies. You can't just be learning this, Jock. Well, just learning there might be a business. Maternal insurance. Money to tide a family over. Hmm. Let the father hire a maid until he can marry again. If 
Yeah, is a father. Ah, yes. There's the rub. Almost joint insurance. Both husband and wife contribute to the risk. Yeah, that's the way we see it. Yes. Two factors. Calculations will be substantially more complicated. Well. Well, I, I was hoping your new little star might bring some of her genius to the project. Miss Warren. Simplify. <laughs> Perhaps she might. What are you offering? Yeah, usual for a mortality table. <laughs> jockster, jockster, jockster. I am faint. I am short of breath. My head spins. Twice the work. Three pound eight, maybe three six. If we scrimp. Yeah, market may not support it. Not at first, but. Well, maybe one pound eight. Maybe one ten. Shameless exploitation of labour. Vivian Warren, the star of our chambers, the star of London, the the star of. Well, might I ask Miss Warren what she thinks of the project? <laughs> ah, this is a new tactic, Jock. Ask the supplier to name her price. All quiet, Honoria. Thank you, Miss Abbo. <clears throat> well, Jock, our star employee is a wandering comet today. Left the chambers. Do you suspect harm? I'm hoping for a communication shortly. Immediately, Mrs. F. Go to the Metropolitan immediately. There is risk, Honoria. Real, real risk. Her mother. I, I beg your pardon. Ah, uh, Viv Vivian's maid said that Vivian had gone to her mother, her, her mother's house, house in the country. A maid? For Vivian? Why have I never seen this maid? <sighs> Yesterday, she came and. Packed Vivian's clothes for a country weekend. This invisible maid told you Vivian was departing to her mother's home. Yes. Hmm. I always thought it would come to this. Well, I could wait until Miss Warren's return. Mm, no, 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 jockey. We'll do the job now. I I'll take personal responsibility. <laughs> I can't pay a shilling more than two pounds. Two six, and we have a deal. Two three is the best I can do. Done. Men, 43 years of age. Alive. 847 men shutting their doors against the lady dressed in black in the year of our Lord, 1902. Check. The ex? Died. The lady in black rose one, two, Total. three, 22 brothers across the sticky river before they see their 44th birthday. Mm. Oh, that's sad. Yes. QX. Quixotic. Did you know that was a word? Yes. No. Does it matter? A quixotic quip. A quixotic quibble. Number. And a quixotic 26.10. Check. Force of death? No force of death. I don't like it. I don't like it either, but it is the number required by Per for this mortality table. We if must... death is a force, then it's alive. But it's not alive because it's dead. Force of death. It's a term. Instantaneous death rate. What's your number? Death creeps into the room in her black dress and throws the silver dice with all her life. Ugh, 0.0225. Checks for 43 years of age. 44. Mothers. I want the new project for mothers. I want to protect them from the lady dressed in black. Ask Honoria. But Pearl is waiting for these numbers. We have to finish. Population. So the lady dressed in black can demand one more penny. 44-year-olds, a mere 112, walked the overworld. And just yesterday, they were babies that learning to crawl. That can be right. 
Too small. Checked. I checked. The former babies, the men, gone. Poof. And no lady in black. So the men must have left the parish. We don't know that. We're just guessing. Honoria says we assume men come and go. We don't assume that for women. Women are not free to move like men. DX. You came here from France. That was not the same. I was seeking employment. I came here from Jamaica all the way. Your father brought you here. DX. Vivian. She goes <sighs> everywhere by herself. Vivian is different. Give me your number. DX. I'm hearing a lot of talk out here. Sorry, Anharia. It Where won't... do men go to avoid death that is life and the life that is death? They go to the back room, Enos, to see how our little charges do. Not a nanny. And we're not a nursery, but someone still has to check. Mm. Go. Registry office assignment, Daphne? Work you picked up yesterday, the pandemic charts. Yes. St. Giles, it's missing the bill of mortality from St. Giles. Oh, oh, um, it's in my bag. In your bag? It had not arrived at the register office and I did not desire to lose the job. So you took the job and went to St. Giles to pick up the bill? Yes, ma'am. Right thing to do, Daphne, hold our place with the office. Thank you. I just wish it were in some other parish than St. Giles. Oh. You visited your sister. Daphne? I didn't see her. Let's not cut our logic too fine, Daphne, or Dr. Russell will come to claim our souls. You were at her rooms. You passed a message. Closed door. Talked through a closed door. I agreed to take your niece if you would not see your sister until things She's had passed. She's by herself. She has... has... The pox. She's frightened. Someone has to check on her. But you did not take that risk alone. You shared it with everyone in the chambers. With the pox in St. Giles. I... Bad judgment, Daphne. Yes, but if I don't... Think on this. <clears throat> you may go, Daphne. Who's there? I seek Mrs. Honoria Fawcett. I answer to that name, and may I ask... Mrs. Fawcett. I am Asa Pinchbeck of the British Tabulating Company, at your service. I don't... Wait, you what? Um, you sell furniture? Table. Tables, a common misconception. Then, sir... Though, if you are in need of furniture, I have a nephew, a lovely lad, who is starting in the business. Uh, thank you, but... Tremendous craftsman, highest quality work, especially for scientific using. Hygienically embedded drains. No interest, Mr. Pinchbeak. Pinchback of the British Tabulating Company. Then what is your business, sir? Well, I seek your aid in promoting disciplined thought. A noble cause, but we For are... We often fail to think, Mrs. Fawcett, or find that we merely think that we are thinking. Or simply prattle along. Precise. As we are doing here. No, ma'am. In this case, I am bearing a most profitable business proposal for you from the British Tabulating Company. And if you would open... No, Mr. Pinchbeck, closed chambers, uh, current pandemic. Wisdom passing understanding, Mrs. Fawcett, but I cannot bear the ill wind into your chambers. The marks on my face can bear witness. Suppose you wear a beard, Mr. Pinchbeck. So perceptive. 
I do indeed wear a beard, Mrs. Fawcett. Then how can I see assurance against the pox on your face? My colleagues say that I have a nice smile. Mr. Passbook, our chambers compute health statistics for the London General Register Office. We understand the current risks and do not wish to bear them. And this is why we must talk immediately, Honoria, if I may presume. If you presume that immediately means after the smallpox pandemic has lifted? We have machinery, Mrs. Fawcett, that we need to bring to market. Machinery that places thoughts under the discipline of automation. Automated thought? Yes, Mrs. Fawcett. Automated thought. Our machinery tabulates without tabulates. the of human intervention. It counts? <laughs> Any child can count. But only when it becomes an adult does the child earn income. We are mathematicians, sir, not nannies to gears and levers. You know the businesses that could utilize automated counting. So, <clears throat> you're proposing that we be your sales agents? <laughs> Would I not be robbing Peter to pay Paul? Religion has nothing to do with it, Mrs. Fawcett. Our work is based on science. Would I not be increasing present income at the expense of future revenue? Limited thinking, Mrs. Fawcett. Limited thinking. Our machinery will expand your business into an empire. An empire built on what, sir? You would turn our mathematicians into machinists? A natural step of evolution, as Mr. Darwin would have predicted. Perhaps, but Mr. Darwin never had to make a payroll, Mr. Puss. Boop, I see no business for us, no revenue for us, no future for us. <sighs> Let me show you our machinery, and you will see the power of automated thought. I shall return anon. Good day, Mrs. Fawcett. Honoria? Yes, 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 Enos. Still sleeping. Fever? Not warm, but hadn't eaten. Well, we will take it as good news, but she should... London Magnetic Telegram for Honoria Fawcett. <gasps> Ooh, slide it under the door. Uh, I'll, I'll get a coin. Enos, <clears throat> a moment. From Vivian. Is there a return message? If you stop talking and let me read. Read it aloud. <sighs> Honoria, countryside is beautiful, house is majestic, visitors lovely, friends and family are arriving here for an engaging weekend. That's a telegram. Cambridge graduate, no sense of economy. Is she coming back? Let me read. Appreciated mother as never before. Mm. These words are not for your ears, Enos. Da, 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 da. I can guess da, what it da, says. Don't. And it closes. In spite of a background, I've come to respect my mother, Kitty Warren, as a great woman. Is there a reply? Hmm. Speed your return. Intelligent work, Daphne. Thank you, ma'am. Clear, concise. Next results, Enos. From Whitechapel, ma'am. Unvaccinated. 137 had the pox last week. 36 said goodbye to the lady dressed in black. Survival odds, 0.92 to 1. That's what I have.
vaccinated. 47 caught the pox while they were wearing striped socks. 37 were left on the dock when our steamboat pulled away at 12 o'clock, or 3.7 to 1. A steamboat, not a barge? Well, this is our age. Vaccine brings improvement of four. Figures agree. Daphne? Um, mine agree. This is good business for us. You did well, very well to win this job. Yes, ma'am. I'm sorry for old Rossiter, of course. Competitor for 15 years, but you didn't let his boys push you to the side when General Register posted his job. Not everyone would do that. The lady dressed in black wants souls, not numbers. That's the last parish. Which is why I don't want you going from thither to yon in pox-infected London. You're holding this business for us, Daphne. Yes. Well, some people don't think that there is a pox. You have Daphne's pox maps in your hand. You see the numbers. Well, theaters are open again. Take advice from theaters? From actors and writers? They're in the business of lying. Mr. Shaw has a new play. Mr. George Bernard Shaw. The King of Liars. Not a word he writes is true. The play sounds fun. It's about strong women, independent women. There's characters like Vivian. I would not go if it were a play about us. No one would write a play about us. Oh, we'd make a very good play. Dramatic. I would be the Amazon warrior, the victorious knight, the pirate queen. Fighting the lady dressed in black with your corset draped from your shoulders. It's good work, Daphne. We need good work if we are to... Oh, ah, it's it's time for me to see Hodgie. Hmm. Did there and yawn around the pond through pox-infected London? <sighs> Pearl Assurance is not exactly thither nor yawned. Tomorrow's the 15th. Haji has to update his rates. Mahat, Enos. Here. Daphne, I, I don't wish to appear entirely heartless. What is the word on your sister? Oh, no, um, the same, ma'am. Mm, sorry to hear. Let me reiterate, Daphne, you are not to go to her until she is well. I mean, the, the child is free to stay with us as long as is needful, of course. Yes, ma'am. Uh, your morning's visit, she, she doesn't... Surprised. How can you be? And it's her business is with ghosts. Ghosts. The dead are a substance. The living are a shadow. Ghosts become numbers. Numbers become money. Shadows are nothing. Nothing at all. I'm not a shadow. I'm not a number. Neither is a sister, neither is a niece, neither are you, Inis Abo. How can Mrs. Fawcett understand our thoughts? Hmm? How can she know our love? No, 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 she knows. She knows you love your sister. Perhaps, but not her name. Maybe she's better with numbers. <laughs> she was nice to my father. Because he paid her money. No. No, when he told her about the lady dressed in black and how she took my mother. No, oh no. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Your mother in the plague. I, yes, how could... You must be happy when you have them. Then you must be happy with the memory. Forgive me. It couldn't have been easy. Easy when she died. No, I cried. With... A strange woman. I think she was my father's mistress. Your, your father 
sent his mistress to comfort you after your mother had died. Maybe his mistress? She spoke very softly and had a, a big, big hat. Is your sister better? Um, tonight. Um, if she makes it through the night, she'll recover. Be at the table for the morning game. The lady in black won't come knocking with her silver sticks. Hello? Who is there? I'm looking... Yes, yes, yes. For Miss Vivian Warren. Senator Hutchinburg. She's not in. May I help you? Sit expecting us. Closed and chambers. We... I must talk with somebody. Her assistant. The box. You must let me enter. You must understand. Oh, for pity's sake. You don't believe we are from the university. Do you know what that means? Would you state your business, please? To a door? I have material. Scientific material for her. She expects you to let me in. This is for business. Business? No. The university. I insist. Let us in. Um, <clears throat> no. You don't want to be held responsible. I'm coming in. What do we do? They shouldn't come in. No. I break the door. The pirate queen says, let them in. Keep control of the chambers. And so we will. There's a basin with carbolic acid by the door. Listerize your hands. This is truly insulting. Tell them. Respect them. They don't Dear. know. Twins, open the door. You're Miss Warren's assistant? What smells? Who are you? I'm Ennis Abbo. What smells? What kind of name is Ennis? My name. What smells? I'm not here to give consequence to little children. I'm not a child. I'm short. Forgive us. We thought you perhaps were not yet 20. I am just yet 17. How may we help you? I don't suppose you can speak for Miss Lauren. Eldon. Your name? This is our chambers. What is your name? We are assistants to Professor Pearson at the university. This is Eldon Shannon Marsh, and I am Dr. Grex. What smells? It is Miss Lauren's assignment. When is she expected? Miss Warren's schedule is known to herself. She's not here? As you see. Hmm. They're regular, but not unexpected. We shall have to leave it with you. Oh, it, it smells. Of course, it smells. And why, of course? They are the cranium of Melee's Melee's. Badgers. That is correct. You brought a bag of badger bodies here. Just the cranium. A cache of crania? There's more than one? Crania, cranium. It is so lovely that someone has learned a smattering of the ancient languages. Oh, quid nobis cumilis. A prodigy. What are you to do with them? Is that what you're trying to ask of us? No, I didn't try to ask. I did ask. You were to do nothing with them. They are for Miss Vivian Warren. What is she to do with them? Clean them and then measure the skull. Clean? Yes. You butchered a bunch of badgers and she's to clean the crania? Yes. You know she works with numbers. Mm. Dr. Pearson is studying Darwinism mathematically. Miss Warren may let her pen to give us support. Cleaning is 
isn't mathematics. It doesn't use a pen. It will discipline her for the science. Discipline. Vivian, top mathematician at Cambridge, third in the rankings. We admire her accomplishments, but she has not yet crossed the river to become a practicing scientist. Mr. Pearson drink, third, same. Oh, no, no, not that all compound. Third, it's a number. What's not comparable? Third is third. Two numbers in front of it, first and second. Enis. Pete. No, no, I need to hear. Why is Vivian's third different from Pearson's third? This is not your time, young woman, to... Did Pearson's third just sneak ahead of second? So unprofessional. Or is it a third of a different color? Or a different flavor? This is clearly a mistake. Or is her third a different gender? A feminine third? Who would have known? You silly little girl! Professor Pearson is one of the countries, the world's most progressive thinkers of the subject of women. Thinks about women? He's not a woman. I dare say not. But maybe he'll become one. What accusation, pray tell? Has your immature little my maid? Mr. Pearson believes, believes that we are creating offspring of average. Enis. Generation by generation, we muddle towards a common middle. Tall and short, average to become middle. Young woman. Dark and light become middle. Blue eyes and brown eyes become middle. And men and women become middle. Miss Abbott. Oh, is that the only <sighs> thing that doesn't have a middle? I don't believe. Oh, but you do. Peace. Mr. Pearson does. And he's sitting you here with a bag of rotten rodent bodies to make his point. Young woman. Because he trusts average people in equations more than real people in real life. You ignorant girl. Oh, you don't know. What Mr. Pearson has written about middles with the Irish? Mr. Shannon, top of the morning to you, Marshy? He doesn't think it's good. I have nothing more to say. Come on, let us go. Ah, and what will he say about middles with Jamaicans, the short black-eyed daughters of tall blue-eyed fathers? We shall leave no regards. Tell Miss Warren we shall not be returning. Oh, run down. out of my way! Ah, the knight in her shining corset vanquishes the foe. That was not good, Ines. Leggy, vidi, vici. I read, I saw, I conquered. That's not how we treat customers. London Magnetic Telegram. Ah, a telegram. Under the door, please. It's for Honoria. Shall we look? That's all it says. Nothing more. Leaving? Just leaving? Leaving home? Leaving this fair and verdant land? Leaving on a long, long voyage of discovery? Doesn't sound like her. <laughs> Not like a woman who is willing to telegraph the entire King James Bible at two pence for five words. What are we to do? Hmm, depends on what the word leaving means. Leaving mother? Leaving us? She could be leaving Frank. Who's Frank? A young man. First there's an invisible maid, and now there is an enigmatic young man? Well, she doesn't think he's very interesting. Well, that may or may not be good. Oh, the general registrar office. I must deliver the job. It is time for me to... That's the only place you're going. 
Yes, ma'am. The story is that they may start collecting industrial accident data. Factories. Jock's heard that too. See what you can learn. But Daphne... Yes, ma'am. Let me say clearly. Do what you need to do, but stay away from St. Giles. It's the heart of the pandemic. Yes. Oh, my, my Lily. Oh, let me. I'll hold her but, uh, for a bit. Uh, Ines, two jobs finished. Maybe spend a little time straightening the office. Are you seeking her? I have a telegram for Honoria Fawcett. Black edges. Hmm. I will see it properly delivered. And here is a coin. Oh, oh. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Much gratitude to you, sir. <laughs> On your way. May all your messages be well received. Hello? Mrs. Honoria Fawcett. Her chambers. I'm Innes Abbo. Miss Innes, you are the guardian of commerce today? The knight of the shining corset. Tarantara, tarantara. Who's outside? A friend, Miss Innes, from the British Tabulating Company. A friend with a common heritage, if my ear do not deceive. Mr. Pinchbeck? Your voice. Lyrical, rhythmic. I would wager that you are from the islands. Yes. But in common, sir, are you from the Caribbean? My father said that we were privateers. Pirates? And made our living from the high seas. Is this true? You fought the Spanish? Stole their gold? Something of the sort. A dry goods merchant from Barbados. Well known in all ports of call. Very likely your family was a customer. Automated thought. Is that why you're here, Mr. Pinchbeck? Indeed, I am, Miss Innes. How do you know about automated thought? A library membership. Do you automate thought with steam or sail or falling water? Cards! Playing cards? <laughs> Jack of Diamonds, she's a hard card to find. Very much like playing cards, but different in a most curious way. May I show you some. Mm, we're keeping close chambers. So let me slide a card under the door. Card with holes? It's the record of a young man who has wandered through this life. Seaman. 18. HMS Formidable. Sandy hair. Valiant in our majesty's service. You would have enjoyed each other. The card says this? And more, here is a second. Almost the same. But entirely different. That is from a cleric. 23, St. Mary's in northern London. A published poet. You can see this in the holes? Plus the unfortunate accident on the Metropolitan Railroad. Untimely loss for literature. Entire human experience captured in absence. Do you wish to see your card? My card? 
Mine? Yours. A card to tell your story with automated reasoning. You have one? I can prepare one. It would be easiest if I could enter chambers. Might you spare me a moment, Miss Knight Errant? Can you do it with closed chambers, Mr. Pinchback? Oh, it would be better in your presence. I have thoroughly listerized today. Plus, I gargle, Miss Innes. I don't believe I mentioned that. Gargle? In the throat. Purges the miasma. Miss Nightingale recommends. Sure. Well, does it keep away the lady dressed in black? According to London Necropolis Railroad. How do they know? Hundreds ride its coaches to their final place of rest. Is the lady dressed in black the engine driver? Conductor, I believe. May I be admitted to your chambers? But Mrs. Fawcett might return. It will scarcely take a minute. Well, quickly, quickly. So delightful to see you in substance, Miss Innes. My card. Do it now. Oh, well, we take out a fresh card and my punch. Height. Five foot three, I would reckon. Birthplace, we know. Employment at Mrs. Fawcett's complexion middling. <laughs> Eyes dark. Yeah, a, a library membership. Oh, of course, of course, library membership. Hair brown and hmm. <laughs> what do we call this uh, braid? My hair. But we are trying to tell a full story. Is it a style? Cornrows. It's called cornrows. An automated thought, no hole for cornrows? <laughs> this is the brilliance of it, Miss Innes. Let's see. Lower right. Hmm. One, two, three. Cornrows shall be here. You made that up. The machine doesn't know about cornrows? It does now. It didn't before. <laughs> cornrows, my knight of the chambers. Your description. I merely passed the instruction to the automated machine. From me? It obeyed my instruction? It would have obeyed your command if you told it your hair was... Aidens, what is happening? Oh, and forgive me. How did you gain entrance, sir? Miss Innes allowed me to enter so that I could demonstrate the intelligent machines of the British Tabulator Company. Ah, Mr. Persbon. <laughs> Pinchbeck, ma'am. Well, we are thoroughly exposed now. I have thoroughly listerized Mrs. Fawcett. And he gargled uh, the miasma. Gargling. <laughs> Is that today's health fashion? Perhaps it will tie the knot that we may work together on automated thought. Sing me no songs, sir. Rhyme me no rhymes. What do you intend? Just show me. Mrs. Fawcett, my fair lady, is your business keeping pace with the hounds of the hunt? It provides for our needs 
today, sir. Will it provide for your needs tomorrow? Mass production is where the future lies. Mass production of numbers? Great reward from thousands produced by machines. Oh, we are to be your factory hands, your automators, <laughs> whatever such may be. The conductors, the guardian angels. Numbers are valueless unless they can be explained. Are the explainers? How long will that business last? We see unlimited potential. Will a second generation want to hear our voice after we explained automated numbers to the first? It is the law of Darwin. Every generation craves its own advantages. But will they desire to learn those advantages from us? It is for the market to say. Will the market put Enos on the street when she sheds her corset for bustle? I will never give up my corset. Oh, I am a reliable prophet for few things, but one day you shall put your corset on a shelf and never take it down again. Mrs. Fawcett, the British tabulating company cannot alter the law of day and night, the law of year succeeding year, the theories of Mr. Darwin, or the judgment of the market. And that, sir, is why we control the door to our chambers and admit only who we will. We wish to command our own fate. What might I offer to entice you to admit the British tabulating company into your chambers and bind its fate with yours? Mm, only the compact that women traditionally require of men. And what is that? A promise that ends with till death do us part. That we cannot do. Business is not a sacrament. As with all men, your only reply is, yield to our will. Not to yield, but to share the opportunity. With its risks. Yes, that is correct. That we cannot do. I remain hopeful, Mrs. Fawcett. Advantages are not always obvious at first look. Yet perhaps we have reached the end of our discussion for today. Jack of Diamonds, Honoria. She's a hard card to find. Yes, my dear. Hours and hours we compute risks for others. Can we not do the same for ourselves? Business is not the morning game of cards. We cannot change the rules at will. But it is the morning game. Daphne changes the rules. Vivian changes the rules. Your bustle and my corset are now on the table. Should we not change the rules? I do not wish to intrude further, Mrs. Fawcett, into an intimate discussion, but before I depart, I have a telegram intended for you. Forgive me my delay. I give it to your hands, though I fear that it is cloaked in black. Thank you, sir. <clears throat> I see that it is for my wandering associate. Please, extend my condolences to her and to all in your chambers. I hope to see you on the morrow. I'm coming. I'm coming. It's me, Honoria. Jock. Uh, Daphne. Daphne? I, I left my keys. I'm so... Uh, 
I was on my way and then I realized my keys. They're not uh, my... I believe that they are on your desk. Thank you. Thank you. You had not made the delivery? No. And I know how important it is for you to have me talk. You know, a talk with staff, the register staff about work, about It's before jobs. noon. In government office, they're still drinking their first cup of tea. But it's important to you, and today I, you... To this office, to this office, let, let, let's be clear. It's important to all of us. Um, have a seat, Daphne. Uh, not this morning, not today. No talk about either or young today, not today. No, not today. Uh, yes, um, just sit for a moment. It would do you good. You went thither this morning to St. Giles? You don't understand. It, it was my... my... it was clear. I had a duty. A telegram arrived for you, Daphne. And you read it? No, I would not presume. Here it is unopened, but as you see, it's edged in black. <sighs> Did you get to say goodbye? Gone. Gone. Before I arrived. She is... Er... Taken to Waterloo. Necropolis railway station. Ah, yes. Fear and rush. Parks victims on the midnight train to the cemetery. Uh, buried as soon as possible. Lying in a common grave. With others who heroically fought <sighs> a common foe. Do you need to tell your mother? No. Um, she doesn't... There's no reason. No, no contact. And the father of the baby, your your niece, should we contact him? No, no, he's gone. There's an agreement. No. Jockey? Uh, jockey? At your service. Just a moment. I'll, I'll lift oh, you can't hurt us, silly fool. Go to your niece. She will bring you comfort. But the delivery, it's time. Amy's will take it to the register office. She will be a presence, bless her. And she'll say that you were detained. Thank you. Daphne, <clears throat> if you stay, your 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 niece... Lily. Uh, of course. <laughs> is, is free to stay here. An office is not a home. Not a home for a girl. I need to provide a home for her. For Lily. A home that Claire could not. I'll make no excuses. An office is not a home, and co-workers are not family. We need the general register business if we are to survive as a chambers of a Vivian, a Viv. Because of that, we need you. And you will need your Lily. In the name of all that's holy and blessed, Jockey, I haven't forgotten you. I'm ignoring you. Look to your niece. Come in, jockey. Honoria? Uh, do you need a minute? Perfect timing, jock. Have a seat, Enos. Uh, came as quickly as I could. Got a proposal for you, jockster. Oh, I'm pleased with your attention, Mrs. Fawcett, but my first love is always Isabella. A business proposition, you old gelding. Oh. Reduce your costs. Oh, well, all right. Long-term agreement. Pearl doesn't much cotton to long contracts. 25 tables? Mortality tables? Mm, we could try 15. See if it fits. One pound ten a table. Ooh, a bargain. 
I thought someone said something about a bargain. I did, you fool. Stop posturing and bid. Uh, one pound. One eight. One four. Oh, so we can settle for one five. <laughs> At that price, you're going to tempt me to do tables I don't need. Maybe that's part of the plan. Something he doesn't need? Why would he pay to Provide compete? income for uh, <clears throat> Honoria Fawcett. Some days, Mr. Haji, I just wonder why you believe you're in business at all. Well, because I go to an office once a day and, and somebody pays me once a month. Jock, I'm giving you the chance to try new ideas, insure mothers, insure daughters, insure chambers against wandering employees. You can try any of these things for almost no cost. Against the lady dressed in black and her steam train? Beat her at the morning game, Enos. I can't make a fortune for you, Jockey, but I can give you the chance to try for one, to create a big, new, profitable product for Pearl Assurance. Well, thank you for your concern, but uh, what are you looking for in return? I'm going to assign one member of the Chambers to our Pearl work. To us? To yes, uh, and your calculations. Um, you will need to plan the work and manage their time. Oh, Miss Daphne. Yeah, that would be one possibility. Mm, that could be interesting. She's very involved in the morbidity calculations, the POX, General Register Office. Ah, ah well, who would not want to keep that worker? So, um, you're going to offer Miss Innes? To Pearl? Oh, we have a special assignment for Innes. Vivian? Yes. Quite a, a challenge. Quite an opportunity. Top of her class at Cambridge. Brings quite a reputation to Pearl. Yes, but perhaps... Think of the uh, investment. Investors will be willing to put money behind her schemes. True, but uh, who's on the street says she's difficult. Oh, malicious gossip. But you've contributed to it. <laughs> no office tussles. Uh, brilliant mind, but too occupied in smoking and talking. Things have changed. She needs to earn her own way. But hasn't she been... Oh, mother allowance, no more. Oh, falling out? Cast herself down from the heights. And, like the fallen angel, determined to show herself more successful than her parent. Well, she's not going to leave. Not if we can prevent it. You'd have to intervene. If... Vivian is going to have to learn to be an employee. She's seen the alternatives. Doesn't like any of them. And you... You're going to have to learn to be her manager. And become wise in my own generation. Hmm. Yes, I am. <laughs> it's a deal. It's going to make you, Jockey Boy. And if Pearl sends me packing, you'll take me in? Any day, Jockster. Any day. We'd be a good team. Keeping shop, maybe. With a room upstairs. Far away from the cold night air. With one enormous chair. Wouldn't it be lovely, Mrs. F? <laughs> Get yourself back to work. We'll talk tomorrow. Good day, then. Miss Innes? Oh, we live to fight another day. Ah, you are a queen and a golden bustle, Honoria. <laughs> you see, there are benefits, my dear. Put on your hat, Enos. We're going for a walk. A walk? Where? General Register Office. We have a delivery to make. Vivian's coming back? Vivian has renounced her fortune. Oh. And she's coming back to Chambers. Oh. And she is expecting to be paid. Well, I like Vivian. To have her back, it'll be good. Did you hear what I said? 
Yes? The Chambers has been paying the wages of four from the work of two. Vivian's independent income has supported us all. You have to pay Vivian a salary. If I don't, she'll become a competitor. You haven't paid me a salary. Ah, you're an indentured apprentice. I have four more years. Uh, she gave up her fortune? Because of how her mother got it. Was it bad? Mm, you're not supposed to know. Well, piracy or prostitution? The only reason. I'm not going to say. That means I'm right. You're an intelligent young woman. With a library membership. And you know what you're going to do? I work with Vivian. Automated thought. You're going to spread human intelligence. With Mr. Pinchbeck and the British Tabulating Company? That is correct. Serious? Forever and ever? Not quite, but at least until the lady dressed in black loads my bustle into her steamship, or train, or aeroplane, if it ever happens. So, I'll be a machinist? Like, I'll tell machines what to think? <laughs> Something like that. Well, can I get a helmet? With goggles. I, I want a helmet if I'm if I'm a machinist. A helmet, goggles, and a scarf. Lady dressed in black. Pleased to meet you. Before you go out into the dark night, we have one more telegram to end our play. One of our characters was a little uh, distressed that she didn't get to say a single word in the entire show. She doesn't know yet that she don't mess with the lady dressed in black. Where are the glasses? Okay, okay, telegram. My, this thing does go on. Let me see. An apology for not being there. A few grievances. Well, actually many grievances. About how she was portrayed. Not a clothes horse, no, not arrogant. In fact, one of the humblest people you'll ever meet. Yeah, yeah, she suggests you would get a better portrait of her from the play by Mr. Shaw, which is entitled <clears throat> Trials and Tribulations of One Vivian Warren, as she attempts to pursue the profession of her own choosing in spite of her mother's interference. Bless her heart. She admits that Mr. Shaw told a few stretchers, a few stretchers, but it was well received in spite of the pandemic. Da -da 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 -da. And here's the end. She hopes that she is remembered as the woman on the chair. With a book, a fashionable dress, and a view of the hills. Who is imagining us as an office for women? With our tables and our sleeves and a door we can shut against a box against Mr. Shaw against the world of men for when people remember the story of Vivian Warren they remember the mother, Kitty they remember the scandalous profession but they barely remember Vivian and they never remember us the woman she imagines not that Mr. Shaw cared for us <laughs> because he didn't so gentle audience 
We ask you to remember. When you sit in a chair, with a breeze, and a book from the library, and the view of the hills, the profession that we once professed, the business we had to pursue, and the door to our chambers that was kept closed until it was opened. And the lady dressed in black appeared to turn on the light. A bustle, a corset, and the London Necropolis Express. A drama from HWMS Audio Theatre. Our shows can be found on all the major podcast platforms or on our website, hwmstheater.com. This show is copyright 2022 by Jaggy LLC. I'm your stage manager. We'll say good night and we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>